You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 383. Happy fifth birthday, iPhone. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. this community who are probably queuing to ring me at this very moment. That's right. It's time for the MyMac.com podcast number 383. Happy fifth birthday, iPhone. Yeah. Happy fifth um, birthday. birthday. I can't sing it, of course, can we? We can't sing it because we get... No, no. They, yeah, we get in trouble. That's copyright. Um, me too. To, to birthday to a, me. A, an inanimate fifth object. iPhone. Phone. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually, uh, both Tim and I, a- and my brother Larry, as a matter of fact, were were at the keynote in 2007 when Steve Jobs introduced the iPhone. And my, I guess my my one big claim to fame, other than of course this podcast, and you know, who knows how far that'll go. Uh, there was a movie called Macheads, and right in the very beginning, they were showing some scenes from from that particular. Uh, keynote well don't tell me you're in it i am i am for like two seconds i'm standing up i still had my ponytail at the time which tells you how long ago this was and i'm I'm holding a video camera i have no idea whatever happened to the video i i can't recall ever doing anything with the video but there i am in mac heads the movie holding the video camera for about two seconds cool now you know what that means don't you what it means i've got to now go and find Mac heads the movie. <laughs> well, you don't have to. I mean, it's really not that big a deal. Uh, actually, uh, my brother Larry, they had a quick shot of him sitting in his seat as well. But every time you, because they'll show that like on, uh, you know, some of the various channels around here every once Guy. in a while. Yeah. Guy, can I have your autograph? No. I'm going to pay for it. Well, yeah. You know, I mean, you, but it, it, be, it'll have you a must picture. Be famous. Yeah, yeah, you'd think so. <laughs> Not quite. Not quite. Uh, and, of course, this has nothing to do with the show. We're just rambling. Uh, how, how was your week, Gaz? My week was very good. Um, actually, um, ooh, I would say probably Thursday or Friday of last week, uh, my oldest daughter, who's got an uh, iPhone 3G, has been struggling with our Wi-Fi. Now, it didn't cause too many problems, and she said, yeah, it's all right, don't, don't worry about it. And I, But, you know, as soon as... Um, somebody says to a geek in a household, you know, yeah. one of the, the your family members, something that's not right. What do you want to do? You want to get it fixed, don't you? Right. You just so go kept, right with it. Yeah. So I kept asking. I said, so, so what's wrong exactly? What's wrong? I, I said, have you done this? Yeah, I've done that. She'd done all the things which, you know, I was quite pleased actually. She'd reset it. She'd gone through everything to try and get it working. No, the Wi-Fi, when, when she got the Wi-Fi, it was like just on one bar. And, wow, really? You know, so so I tested the Wi-Fi on a few machines um, on the MacBook Air, um, got some download, te- download tests, and actually the download tests were faster than normal. I was getting almost full 50 meg download, so you know I was pretty pleased with the download speed. Um, and so I thought, well, it's not the Wi-Fi then, because, and I tested it on my phone, although my phone's on the 3G and, um, sorry, on the um, N, 
got and I've got two Wi-Fi signals. I've got a three one for, for a three G signal, which is obviously the lower strength, two point four gigahertz, which the um, two iPhones and the iPod, iPod Touch and any guest, it's I call it the guest network. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, and that's the one she was on. So obviously, yeah, that's the one I use all the time. So <laughs> it is quite strong, um, and um, the the most of the other Macs and my iPhone and the iPad go on the uh, the stronger uh, five gigahertz N network that I've got running. So I had to change the you know the signal on some of the Macs to test it, but it was it was coming down fine. So I thought, well, it's not the Wi-Fi signal, and um, so I started doing a bit of searching. You know, three G Wi-Fi signal problems, iPhone three G Wi-Fi. Uh, signal problems and there was a ton guy an absolute ton yeah now is this running on ios 5 or or 4 no 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 because obviously it's a 3g so it's running on 4.2.1 but there were there were literally hundreds possibly thousands of complaints about the um the wi-fi signal speed on um the 3g when it went over to 4.2.1 but these were obviously old posts and most of them were talking about what seemed to be software issues. Anyway, um, we were sat in the living room watching some TV program. I think it was probably Friday night um, or possibly Saturday night. I can't remember now. It might have been Saturday night. And she said, it's fixed. I said, what? <laughs> she said, it's fixed. Really? Now, I said to her, I had asked her previously, had you dropped the phone? She said, it has been dropped a few times, Dad. I said, well, it's still working okay. She said, now, yeah. Is this the phone she paid for or the one that you gave no, her the after one she paid. No, the one. one she paid. No, the one she paid for. Okay. Um, okay. And, and, and she, you know, it was still working okay. I said, well, if you've dropped it a couple of times, what might have happened is you you possibly, you know, damaged something internally on, you know, near the Wi-Fi signal. Because I said, I don't know where the, the antenna for the Wi-Fi is, but if it's near the edge and it's near where a drop point happened, then it's probably ruined it, you know. Yeah. And she said, okay, okay. She, and she was quite happy about it. And I was just thinking, well, it's about time she's, you know, going to be upgraded anyway. Or an upgrade to a, a better phone soon. But she suddenly said, it's fixed. <laughs> and I said, what do you mean it's fixed? Well, what, and, what, had, had she done something to it? Or something Correct. different? She had. What she'd done is she'd pressed very firmly in the top left-hand corner, and she heard a click. So I think, <laughs> what, I think what had happened is, I don't know if you've seen them, but they're like little connectors. They're like little popper connectors. Oh, on the and inside? I think, I think when she dropped it, there must have been a popper connector on there, on the Wi-Fi antenna, and it must have come loose. And her just pressing in the, exactly the right spot, purely by chance, had just clicked it back into place, and she'd got full signal again. Holy cow. You know, this, this goes to prove that the, the number one tool that most technicians should have is a hammer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, other than that, uh, yeah, so, yeah, so she's, she's cool now. Because it's working fine again. So, anything else going on? Yeah, I've been. I was pretty busy actually last week. I, I did a segment for um, for Mac Eyes Only, which um, actually it was my week off kind of thing. Um, but I did a, a short segment, uh, European news, because I've been missing doing that. To be honest with you, I quite enjoy doing the European segment for him. Uh, and also, there was an IM uh, podcast um, on this week, and, yeah. and and I was on the Tech Lounge last guy, guy, hello, guy. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah. Sorry. Welcome to the... Oh, wait, no, we already did that part. Sorry, was I boring you? <laughs> anyway, yeah. what, are you, what have you been doing? Uh, well, uh, my, you know, bringing it 
back to Mac stuff. Uh, I think I told you a couple of weeks ago. What do you mean bringing it back? What do you mean bringing it back to Mac stuff? Well, I, I, I like zoned out for a minute. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, I, I was telling you that my, my uh, Taekwondo grandmaster had gotten a new iMac. Well, when I dropped off my son uh, Guy Guy Junior last night at you know Monday night to Taekwondo, he he came out and he was like, "Oh, it's taking a really long time to boot," and I couldn't figure out. You know, it's like, well, I mean, how long could it take? So I went in, started it up, and I waited, and I waited, and I it was like over four minutes to Ouch. boot. Yeah. Ouch. So I started looking online, um, could not find anything that would kind of point me in the right direction. So I figured, okay, I'll do a hardware test. And it's like, oh, wait a second. I, I, I don't have a disc with this because it's, it's lying. So I, I found this link talking about doing an internet boot, but could not get it to work. I tried, you know, a couple of different things. I repaired permissions and, and nothing seemed to take care of it. I think it's a, it's a hardware problem. So uh, at that point, I was telling him that because uh, it, from his old iMac G5, I had taken out his, his drive from that, the one that had died, and put that in, a, in an external enclosure and moved all of his information over to his new computer. And I kept asking both him and his, his kids, I said, well, if everything is moved over, you can now use this drive for like a backup drive. Yeah. So when I was there last night, I was like, okay, well, are you sure everything is moved over? And I just got like this blank look from my grandmaster who you know doesn't really know much about technology and but the funny part was just as soon as i said that his daughter who was standing next to him and and, you know she a recent graduate from college she was like oh he doesn't know anything about that stuff talk to me about that it's like your dad is standing right there you know i mean do you really do you really want to make him look like an idiot because you know he may or may not understand what we're talking about with computers. I said, you know, give give the guy the guy is a ninth degree black belt in Taekwondo, Kung Fu, and Hapkido. You know he deserves a little more respect than oh he doesn't know anything about this. So uh, yeah, I'm you know once once they've verified that everything is is off of that drive, uh, I'll help them out with either carbon copy cloner or a super duper and. And we'll do a backup because if it is a hardware problem and they take it into Apple, you know, yeah. they, they may yeah. not, they may just replace the whole machine and not give him back the one that has his stuff on it. Hang on a minute. How old is this machine? It's like just two months old at most. It was, it was like the last, rendi- uh, the last version of the iMac that just came out. Right. It's an i3. Like it. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that a, how, and I, I, she blew my mind. I was like, really? <laughs> I mean, this, you know, practically brand yeah, new. Yeah, he definitely needs a uh, full backup there and then take it in because he might. Uh... Yeah, well, that that's kind of what my thinking was too. And uh, you know, I was listening to uh, Plug Plug for another podcast, not another Mac podcast. And um, I just wanted to mention this real real fast. Mark Greentree on that show mentioned that his first Mac was an LC five seventy five, and I had almost that identical machine. I had a Performa five seventy five in the mid nineties, and I just thought that was. Like a little bit of uh, synchronicity that uh, just doesn't happen very often. It and who cares? More, it happens more than <laughs> yeah, maybe more than so. Well, I mean, there were so many Macs in 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 the nineties between the Quadra, Centris, and Performer lines oh, yeah, that two true, people two people having the exact almost the exact same Mac is like almost unheard of. Well, I had to perform a fifty two oh four. Well, I had the fifty two oh five. It's like ooh ooh geek points. Uh. <laughs> Okay, geek point. Should we move on? We should move on. 
Okay. I think we need to go over to the MyMac.com website. Yep. And the first one we have is from Mark Greentree. It's Photo Presenter 4 Review. And um, this is this program is, is kind of like iPhoto slash iMovie slash iDVD, where you can take your mm, – sort of. Well, sort of. Yeah, it's you can quite, make I mean, movies out it, of your pictures. Actually, it kind of matches up with a pic that I'm going to come up with later. So we might, we might chat about – about photo presenter later it's really just a, a neat way of um presenting your slides doing a, a photo show and being able to export them fairly easily um it's quite a cheap um application actually i think it's about ten dollars from from memory yeah 9.99 on um, the mac app store yeah and it's from boinks and boinks come out with some pretty good stuff actually yeah i'm hoping they're going to be at uh, mac world expo <clears throat> I think they will be. I think they will be. I think they'll be there. So uh, we did. I did an interview with uh, Oliver. Oh, I can never remember his name now. Oliver. Oliver. Oliver is the was he an orphan? CEO. It, sorry. Was he, sorry. <laughs> I'm going oh, off dear. on show Twist. tunes or something. Yes, yeah, thank yeah, yeah, yeah. you. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> uh, we've got a sketch chew. Sketch chew. Sketch chew. Yeah. Sketch chew. Mark app. It's a review. It's a, thank you. It's a review from uh, Donny Yankelo, and now I haven't read this. I must admit, I don't know if you took a quick look at this. Uh, yeah, I, I took it, a quick it looks look like at it. it. Is it a um, vector drawing app or not? Yeah, more. I mean, there are so many of these of these uh, developers that are trying to make these kind of combination apps, and so they'll put like certain things in that kind of work in one way and certain things in for another. So it does two things, but not as good as like dedicated apps do. And that's, that's kind of what Donnie was saying about it. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Yep. Why don't you take, yeah, you got to take the next one. Well, uh, WordPress on an iPad. Yeah. Oh, WordPress on an iPad. Yeah. This is a little article, which is extremely interesting reading. <laughs> I, I, I think that everybody listening to this podcast should go over it's a, it's like three or four sentences it's not very long but the author 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 author, 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 author. Here, the author is just a genius oh well, shit I, it's by I, you I, I i can't i can't disagree with that <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh, wordpress on an ipad this is uh, uh, a little piece by uh, yours truly um on the other end of the mic yeah well i mean basically i I went into Safari on my iPad and I was seeing if I could use the regular uh, WordPress background to put a blog onto mymac.com using, you know, using that uh, keyboard thing that I got. And it worked. It worked pretty well. The only thing I couldn't do. Get to the main event. Yeah, I know. I couldn't do pictures. I couldn't do pictures through the iPad into WordPress. Um. And that's it. Okay, but, but I mean, they'll, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, there'll cool. be other people there that can yeah. help me. Help me, help yeah, me. I'm sure. Uh, next up well, is Thumbnails48, a reliable source. That's by Donnie Yankelo, and I love this. You know, making fun of, of you know, all the blogs coming out. Whoa, got to find some way to get more hits. How do you do it? Make something up. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, yep. he's, dead, he's dead right. Um, stuff. For your Mac Pro, this is an article by Rich Lefko, and he's talking really, I think, mainly about putting extra drives, um, smaller drives by the looks of it as well, into your Mac Pro, and probably um, SSD drives. Yeah. But there's all yeah. sorts of different drive um, add-ons for your Mac Pro there. So uh, there's about, I don't know, three or four different, um, possibly five different um, yeah, things drive add-ons that you can put in. 
Um, yeah, so, the, well, the, the big problem I, I mean, with I the don't Mac have Pro, a Mac Pro, so I don't have a Mac Pro, so for me, this is like, <laughs> <laughs> the problem. The problem with the Mac Pro and SSD drives is you know <clears throat> all four slots on the Mac Pro are for three and a half inch drives. So a lot of the stuff that Rich ah, is talking ah, about here are these like adapters so that you can take right. a two and a half inch drive. Yep. So that could either yep. be a spindle drive or an SSD and use them in your Mac Pro. Okay. Understand. And now I understand why the importance of those different <laughs> adapters. Okay. And that's it for the MyMac stuff. Uh, we, got some, we got some feedback from email. Now, Steve Hammond, who we had on the show... Uh, I had put out something asking for people to make a video opening that I could use for my Mac videos at the Mac World Expo. And yep. Steve Hammond is stepping up to the plate and he's done he's done a couple of them already at you know kind of beta beta versions. And he's I think he's gonna have one for me probably before I even get this uh this podcast posted. So thanks That's thanks, excellent. Steve. Appreciate it, dude. He's a, he's a good guy. Yep. Um, we got some feedback uh, on Twitter. Some um, weird now, feedback what, on Twitter. I put, uh, what is going on here, guy? Uh, you know, Mark <laughs> Shepard buys a MacParrot.com coffee mug from Cafe Press. Yeah. Well, MacParrot.com, if you remember, was that iWebsite that I made that I kind of used as an example for uh, yeah, some yeah, of the yeah, stuff yeah, you could yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. since let it lapse <laughs> because, you know, I haven't done anything with it in like three or four years. Uh, but I had made, I had, just for the heck of it, I had uh, made a, a Cafe Press account, and I had taken uh, part of the logo that I had done for the Mac Parrot site and put that into Cafe Press, and I had bought uh, a big coffee mug with it. And Mark <laughs> Mark Shepard was had this uh, tweet pick showing all these these cool coffee mugs he had. Yeah, I know that Mark's got lots of different coffee mugs from lots of different podcasts uh, and uh, obviously Apple mugs as well. Yeah, yeah. And I had put, yeah, but you don't have a, a MacParrot.com coffee mug. <laughs> I threw a Cafe Press link in there. Next thing I know, he sends a tweet, I'm buying one. It's like, really? <laughs> uh, so there will be in the world two MacParrot.com coffee mugs from Cafe Press. Yeah, because I tell you what, I'm not going to buy one. I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> one bit. I like the one I have, and, and I hope that that stays. That's you know, because I don't know if they move stuff out. It be. I, I can imagine actually seeing. I, I've seen some pictures of Mark. It'd be like um, the film Twins. You and him stood next to each other. <laughs> Why is he? Is he not very tall? I don't. Well, I, I think he's a little bit more slender than you, possibly. <laughs> How hard would that be? <laughs> anyway, anyway yeah, yeah, moving on. Uh, John Baptiste Fitz wrote in with some positive feedback in relation to last week's complaining email. And all I have to say, I'm not going to read what, what John put in, but all I can say is be nice now, John. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> and yes, there was a bit of an odd conversation between Tom Schmidt <laughs> and Guy and Gaz concerning Tom's plan to take over the co-host slot on the podcast. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm perturbed by this. <laughs> Yeah, um, I had what was it? I put something in parentheses that apparently yes. saying that you couldn't read it because it was in quotes. Yes, but then you put in something that was like, "Oh, he's he's broken the fourth wall," and then Tom came back and said, "That's because they were parentheses, not quotes, you idiot," or something along those lines. <laughs> something, yeah, something. Yeah, like it was funny. Uh, we got some feedback from Facebook. We are up to ninety-eight likes, and thank you all Ooh. so very, very much. Uh, Mike McPeak, I think that's his name. I, it, 
I like this. I like this. Sorry, sorry. I'm I'm interrupting you. I know. Yeah, go ahead. But I like that. Mike liked us. Mike like. Mike like. See, like. Mike <laughs> yeah. like. And is that a real name? I don't know. But McPeak. He, but yeah, what, but he liked why us. Why wouldn't it be? I don't know. I, I just think, you know, I've, I've never heard a name like that before. Well, there you go. Yep. But thank you, Mike. If that's your real name or not, thank you so very much. We appreciate it. Thank you for liking our Facebook page. Uh, we got something from Klaus Wolf. He says uh, he just wanted to send us a thank you note for all the hard work we put in every week to create a show that he enjoys thoroughly. Thank you. Dankeschön. Merci. Gracias. Danke well. Uh, Zuzu? Zizini. Zizini. Something like that. It's, I've I think got it's most of them Chinese. Right. Yeah. I think I've got most of them right. Yeah, you're welcome, Klaus. We, yep. you know, as, as we said before, we enjoy doing it. And I... It, we might say something about um, the uh, the email that we got uh, towards the end of the program as well, because uh, yeah, I, personally, it's come. It, there's some good come out of it because we got a lot of positive feedback uh, on the back of that. Um, so, Jeremy, please, you know, keep on listening if you still are listening. If of you're course. still listening, <laughs> unless he <laughs> because, just gave it up for a bad, you know. Yeah, yeah, because actually, we got some we got some feedback which gave us some positive things to think about if we are struggling in the future. So. You know, yep. good comes from bad. Bad comes from good. Yeah, well, whatever. And uh, on, on kind of on that same note, uh, and you know, I don't know if when the, I can't remember the last time I said this. If anyone has ideas or things that you would like Gaz and I to talk about, please, 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 through Twitter, through Skype, through Facebook, you know, email, whatever you want to do, give us what it is that you want to hear, and we will be more than happy to eventually <laughs> sometimes we don't get the stuff that we plan on yeah uh, yeah all, all i would say is um if if it's a busy apple period we might not talk about the thing that you want just us to talk right about. away <laughs> and speaking of more good news can you believe it we have not one but two two skype calls whoa gas you all right yeah, I just fell over. <laughs> and the first one is uh, for our good friend, and who else could it be but Eddie Spaghetti? Oh, my goodness. Guy, Gaz, this is Eddie Spaghetti. Oh, I just wanted to let you know. I'm still with you. I'm out there, but I've been on, I've been on a secret <laughs> mission. I've been working with... In Uncharted Space. Sandler, uh, Salander, and and that's why I haven't called you, but I've been listening. I'm a faithful listener. I'm faithful, Thank you, faithful to my friends. <laughs> I shall return. As Arnold Schwarzenegger says, I'll be back. Yeah, well, he said that. Say hello to Fearless Leader for me. <laughs> sure will. I'll, I'll see Fearless Leader uh, the you, 19, you know, oh, no, the know, 22nd, I think. You know what? Second. I think I'm going I'm to. I think I'm going to have to put that. I'll be back into soundboard. You know, going. Uh, yeah, I, and I sent you that. I sent you that audio clip. You did. <laughs> and we have another Skype call. I'm not sure who this is from. I don't think it's from Eddie, but it's from somebody else. So after watching NFL playoff football, I have to ask: Does Gaz Moonlight as the gecko gecko, the Geico gecko? He is a G man. <laughs> okay, so we're supposed to figure out. Whether you're the Geico Gecko. <laughs> well, I'll tell you one thing. <clears throat> Don't ask me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to clue what he's going on about. So. Oh, it's a long um, story. And, okay. And okay. considering no, we're no. at over 23 minutes, we're not going right. to go into it right now. Okay. Okay. So, all right. then. Let's, um, selenophobia. Yeah. This is the phobia word of the day. I have 
not a clue what this is, other than it may be an unnatural fear of uh, Celine Diaz. Or C- oh, God, I just messed up her name. <laughs> See, I, I'm so afraid of her, I can't even say her name. That's right. Well, actually, it's a fear of the moon. <laughs> I think that'd be like lunar phobia or something. <laughs> uh, well, there you go, you see. <laughs> uh, Gaz, take us yep. out. Okay, everybody, here I go. Stand by to stand by, and we'll be right back. And it's C- Celine. Uh, oh, I can't no, even. Guy. Yeah. That's good. Okay. Suzay, what are you doing? Huh? Suzay, what? what are you doing? John. Take, take off those headphones. John, I can't hear you. What I'm, are you doing? I'm listening to the At Minute podcast. Leave me alone. The G-Men. It's not that they're any good. It's just that the other podcasts suck. And welcome back after the first break of the mymac.com podcast and it's been a very boring break nothing really happened yeah, what, what kind of planes were those <laughs> no, i can't say <laughs> it might spoil it for other people no no they were a measure schmitz <laughs> yeah okay yeah 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 we're not gonna no oh no. oh goodness no we're not gonna go into that um now yeah apparently from peter bird on facebook would you like to um run with this one uh sure I'll uh, tell you what, I'll, re- I'll read the question. And okay, then, go ahead. You, you've, got a, you've got a few responses, haven't you, to this? He says, well, iTunes does a lot, which is good. Well, but don't it, forget but, to say who it is. Uh, I, I, I think I just said from oh, Peter Oh, did you? Facebook. Oh, Peter, yeah, you, you did. You did. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, you're just not listening because you're still thinking about that to joke what? I just told you. <laughs> he says, well, iTunes does a lot, which is good, but it could be better. An example is the iBook section. You should be able to read them on your Mac, not just store them in iTunes. I know a lot of people wouldn't use it in that way, but there, many, there are many who would. On the Mac, the iBooks, sorry, the books are in iTunes, so a way to read them would be good. Ping needs a lot of work. It really is not Apple-like at all and, and should be a lot better. For instance, integration with other things such as Twitter could benefit it, could benefit it as well as a new look to make some more appealing because currently it's very bland, which will attach. Oh dear, sorry. Uh, which will attach no one. I'm, I'm reading this. Attract, line, so, I think. Is what so, he meant. Yeah, it would attract no one. Uh, just doesn't make it. Um, it makes it look like a, uh, a FaceTime timeline. Facebook uh, which, timeline. Yeah, which he says he basically I, I didn't he, he thinks he's terrible. Him. Yeah. So those are the main bits. Uh, I think it could improve. Uh, a redesigned interface might not hurt, but not like Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. now you've got yeah, some who needs who on. needs another Facebook? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, first things first. Uh, EPUB readers on the Mac. There are a couple. Uh, the first one I found online was called Lovely Reader, but I didn't try it because it wanted me to to register and store my books in their cloud service and. Quite honestly, I've got enough stuff in the cloud as it is now. I don't. Want, I didn't want to go to more cloud services. Have to remember more passwords and on and on. Uh, I tried the Kindle Reader, which is available for free from the Mac App Store. Yep. But I found that, and maybe I didn't wasn't doing something right. But unless I got my books from Amazon, 
I couldn't read any other EPUB books using the Kindle reader. I can't help you on that one because I, I don't have the Kindle reader, so I, I can't. I've not tried it out. So. Yeah, well, I, mean, I even try, I tried to import the ones I already had in EPUB or PDF that were in iTunes, and, and it wouldn't let me. So you know, maybe I was doing something wrong. Okay. Uh, there are a few other choices in the Mac App Store if you do a search under EPUB reader, but none of them were free. And for the for the sake of of this discussion, I wasn't willing to spend you know thirty or forty bucks on various Ouch. EPUB readers. Yeah. Ouch. And there was like six, I think like four to six of them. Also, none of them are able to read any of the DRM'd EPUB documents. So if you've purchased any uh, books in iBooks or, or Apple's, or actually, I guess, Amazon as well. Any, any DRM EPUBs, you can't read them on the Mac unless you're doing it through, well, you can't read them on the Mac. You know, you can read them on your iPad and your iPhone, but not on the Mac. Now, this, of course, isn't necessarily the fault of Apple, but a lot like DRM with music or video is the fault of the publisher or copyright holder. Yeah, no. I mean, even it it takes us back to the bad old days. A lot of people would say with you know music, but certainly in iTunes. But even with music in iTunes, there was a way around it because you could rip it to a CD and then re-import it. Yeah, <laughs> take the DRM out. So, but you're just not able to do that, are you? I don't think you know <clears throat> unless and you know people please let us know if there is a way to do that. I I couldn't find a, a quick and easy way to do it. I I don't have a lot of experience dealing with these kinds of documents yeah you've, i mean you mentioned <coughs> caliber and I, I think i've tried caliber but I, di- I didn't really get on with it that well to be honest well it's well it's free which is a a big plus yeah. um but it was the only one i found that would easily let me pull stuff from it or import stuff from itunes and, and i couldn't drag and drop it which i thought was kind of a fail mm. uh into caliber to read it on my mac you know either as a PDF or as an EPUB document. Uh, it also reads and converts to other formats, which is kind of cool. I so said, you just need to get your non DRM formatted books into it from wherever they are on your computer. You know, and most of them of course will be in your iTunes library folder, but as I said, it's not a drag and drop affair. So you'll need to use the add books tab at the top of the program. Wow. I, I was just wondering, um, guy, whether the announcement at the end of the month that everybody's going on about, may be a way forward perhaps reading ebooks uh is hard on the mac and they're going to make it a lot easier possibly you know possibly the announcement is not hardware related at the end of the month which everybody is kind of hinting that a lot of people are talking about education but perhaps they've got a few deals to make uh, reading ebooks on your mac uh, a little bit easier as well although that's not really the way forward because everybody wants to read them on their portable devices don't they yeah yeah but i have a feeling that at least for the short term, um, DRM is going to stay with us with yeah, books. I think, yeah, you must be right. Yeah, and Apple's not going to fight it like they did with music because they're trying to get like textbook publishers online with this, and you know, and if you you go to a textbook publisher and tell them, okay, well, you're going to sell your books that can be used in digital devices without DRM, and you're going to forever update and support them. And anyone that wants to can copy them to another device. The funny <laughs> thing, like, the, fu- no. the funny thing is, it's it's almost it's just completely the opposite of ha- owning a book, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it pretty much is. You, because you can, you know, you can open a book anywhere. You can o- open a book anytime. You can read a book anytime, and you can lend a book to your friends at yeah. any time. So, 
Well, and, and also, uh, if you open up, your, you take out your iPad and start reading on a subway, or you know, I'm sorry, if, if you take out a regular book and start reading on a subway, you're much less likely to get mugged than you are if you take out an <laughs> iPad. Yeah. So well, yeah, I that's, couldn't, that's I, couldn't find, I couldn't that's, find a way to read uh, DRM books directly on the iPad. Okay, that's a shame. On the Mac, you mean? Yeah. So pff, yes, on the Mac. Of course, you can read DRM books on the iPad. What would be the point otherwise? <laughs> ah, what a day! What a what a world! What a world! Uh, okay, so moving on to Ping. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I you know Ping could have been so much better. I, I couldn't see a reason for it. Now I, I've used it a couple of times when I've bought some music. But I've, I honestly, I never hit that ping button in in the the, the iTunes iTunes menu. I just can't see any reason to to do it. You know, Apple does a lot of things right, but social media just doesn't seem to be one of them. No, no, I said three words, didn't I? Yeah, <laughs> ping, ping equals pong. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> now, as far as the iTunes interface goes, yeah, we talked about this a little bit. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I would love to see a redesign on iTabs. I think that you've got, you know, there's tabs and buttons and so many different ways to look at the information that's in iTunes that it can be confusing to short-time users or even people that are looking for just that one particular thing. And, you know, typically Apple is known for their minimalist design with the apparent exception being iTunes. You've got buttons and bars and tabs and menus and it goes on and on and on starting to sound like uh, scott wilsey there but you know (laughs) (laughs) on and on i i had nothing to do with that scott (laughs) yeah it just came right into my head it wasn't in the show notes it wasn't in the show notes um each kind of media that you can get from itunes has a similar layout so it all just seems kind of jumbled i I, I, isn't that hang on isn't that a bit of a contradiction what you just said there what do you mean well, you said you basically you said each kind of media has has a similar layout, so yeah. it all seems jumbled. Well, b- I'm sorry. By jumbled, I mean when you go to the the movie page, or you go to the music page, or the books page, or whatever, mm. you've got a similar layout for each one of those. Right. But the layout on the page itself, to me, seems jumbled. You've got there's okay. a section for okay. new books, oh, there's a now. section for staff okay. picks, and it's so like, oh. they're all very similar, but it's a, a similar jumbled look. Yeah, and that's okay. just in my opinion. Okay. Um, I think that, that especially with whatever Apple is pushing this week in a big window at the top as far as content goes, I would keep a similar layout but remove all the recommended stuff unless it's clicked on through some other menu. You know, Get rid of the clutter and make searching the site featured. Instead of having the search bar all the way up at the top you know, right-hand corner of the window – Put that like square in the middle of the page and, and make that the focus so that people can find what it is they want as compared to what Apple's trying to push you to buy. Hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, perhaps I'm uh, a lone wolf here. <laughs> uh, I mean, as, it is fair, fairly minim- minimalist because it's all in one place and that's iTunes. Yeah. Now, I, 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 perhaps it's because I've got used to the uh, iTunes interface, but... I kind of quite like it. Yes, I'll agree with everybody about search. Search needs improving. I'll, I'll agree with everybody on that. But, you know, I don't have so much of a problem with iTunes, apart from its speed. It needs improving when it comes to functionality and its performance. Um, but the interface with iTunes, I don't have so much of a problem with it. 
Huh. Well, I, I I just think that that something needs to be done to to kind of tone down how busy it is because I think that could be a lot of the reasons why its performance is just so awful. Not only on the Mac, but it's even worse on Windows, or at least from what. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I've got to. I, I'm, yeah, I've got to say that. Um, to be honest with you, one of the reasons I didn't use uh, an iPod and never ever thought about using an iPod was because I had lots of these Muvo um, MP3 players, um, and the performance of iTunes was a nightmare on Windows. So I never used it. I used you know other software, yeah. uh, and that but, and that actually kept me away from buying um, any Apple product. To be perfectly honest with you. Um, so yeah, they, this it's the, but that's the performance side. You know, if the performance was better, could you live with the interface a little bit more? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But the the thing, I think part of the problem, why the performance is so bad is just because how cluttered it is. Well, I'm not, well, they're they're pushing a lot of data. I mean, all those, all those images, all those, you know, ready at the at, at a moment's notice. Sound yeah, clips. but the problem, the guy, the problem I have with iTunes is not in the store. The problem I have with iTunes is when I'm sorting through my mu- my music and my films and my and my podcast. Oh, your own content. That, yeah, that's when I have a problem with it. When I'm actually on the store, I very rarely get too much of a a performance hit. No, it's funny. I'm kind of the opposite. I don't really have. I, I guess part of it is as far as as dealing with my own content and syncing of course it's gotten a lot easier now that they've got wireless sync but i typically only use the 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 one layout the 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 um the column layout okay pretty much everything because i I don't really care if i can see like album art and and all the rest of that because i I just want to say okay i want this 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 and this and go ahead and move it to whatever device it is that, that I'm well, trying to I, sync I'm, that I'm pretty, Well, when it comes to music, I'm pretty much the same. Uh, slightly different when it comes to films. I do use, um, I like to see, I, I like to see what, you kind of recognize a movie, I think, more from the, you know, the album art than you do. Um, I mean, yes, you do with music as well, but I know what music <laughs> I want yeah. and I knew, know what, where that music is and I get to it. And I've got all my smart playlists. Whereas movies, you kind of, you kind of browse a bit more with movies, don't you, in TV programs? Yeah, and well, plus the fact that I don't have nearly as many, you know, movies or TV shows as I do music, so okay. that makes it a little bit easier. Yeah, I think for for me, you see, I I agree that possibly it could do with a bit of a cleanup when it comes to that jumbled looking in the store, but I don't have so much of a problem with it as as you obviously do. Um, for me, it's the performance, and and it's not the performance when I'm in the store; it's the performance of iTunes full stop. Really, really, okay. All right. Well, I guess we'll have to agree to disagree. Two different views. That's right. But I'm the one that's right. <laughs> ready? Are you ready? Yeah. I know my place. <laughs> you big yank tank. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> big yank tank. Um, real what's quick. This, yeah. You're talking about now. I mean, it's. I mean, why are we talking about Microsoft? Uh, I just. I, I probably should have put this in news of the weird. <laughs> Uh, Microsoft is actually, if everybody, no, yeah, we didn't have this week. Uh, Microsoft is introducing their signature PCs and in a bit of tongue in cheek, I've got all the goodness of the Microsoft OS with all the crap, without all the crap, where for a slightly higher price, each PC carefully tuned for maximum performance. There's also signature premium, which includes theft tracking, one year in stores, tech support, and access to training events. Now, Gaz, does this, any of this sound familiar to you? I just, 
I thought you were selling me a Mac. Then. <laughs> well, I, I wonder if this is why they're they're gearing up their uh, their Microsoft stores. If they're going to sell their signature PCs there. But the weird thing is, it's actually not Microsoft. That's at least the ones that I saw on this particular um, article. It's not Microsoft selling them with their name on it. It's you know HP and, and some of these other companies that have been selling us or most other people uh, PC Windows PCs with all that crapware to, to you know bring the that that race to the bottom that we talk about. Yeah. And now they're they're trying to go in the opposite direction and say, okay, well here here's a. Windows PC without all that garbage, and who would have guessed that it performs better? But you have to, pay, <laughs> but you have to pay more for it. It's like uh, you know, yeah. quality quality comes at a premium. Yeah, yeah. Actually, and the, uh, you, do you know who uh, Vizio is? Yes, they're getting ready to start making PCs. Really? Yeah, they're going to have an all-in-one PC, and they announced this at, at uh, CES, which is going on right now as we record this. And I think uh, an all-in-one PC that's actually a, quite a stunning little, look, little uh, quite a stunning little looker, and a uh, I believe a desktop as well. But yeah, I, I couldn't kind of couldn't believe it. You know, Vizio, who's a big TV maker, starting to get into the PC business. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Anyway. Well, well, we're all for competition on that side of the pond. Yeah, as as long as they're not making Macs. <laughs> yeah, me and my Mac clones. Well, uh, yeah, I was going to say it'd have to be a clone. <laughs> Please make somebody make somebody else make Macs to bring, bring down the prices. Anyway, and I'm not going to get well, into all that. Well, you see, but you see, you know, you want it to go down the route that you've just been complaining about. You can't have it both ways, guy. You can't have it both ways. You yes, pay your money and you take your choice. I can have it any way I want. <laughs> well, no, said no. The actress, no. Said the actress to the to bishop. The bishop. <laughs> Everybody. Oh, God, how do we get started on this? Stand by to stand by, and we'll be right back. Technology is everywhere, and the internet could seem like a large, scary place. Well, let TeacherCast bring it into focus for you. TeacherCast.net features the best in app reviews, screencasts, how-tos, and so much more. TeacherCast.net is also available in the App Store. Be sure to check out TeacherCast, because students aren't the only ones with a lot to learn. Podcasting means never having to say you're sorry. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome back to the last section of the show. Um, the only really other thing that, that that's kind of going on in the near future right now in Apple land, of course, is the upcoming Macworld Expo, which will be held at the Moscone Center West January twenty fourth through the twenty sixth. That'll be MacWorld iWorld. Yeah, MacWorld iWorld. Yeah, we had Paul Kent on a couple of weeks ago. He's he's always good to have on. And I am going. This will be, I think, my 
fifth year. Yeah, it would, it would have to be the fifth year in a row because my first year was the uh, the iPhone thing, which all kind of ties into the name of the show. show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ooh, boy, we're so clever. It's almost like I actually thought of that before I put the title down. Be careful Almost. Now. So, so you say that you're gearing up. What does that mean? You're packing. You're getting all your. You, you, you know, you're scrubbing down your iPad. Uh, what's that, what does that mean? <laughs> Actually, oh, instead yeah. of gearing up, I'm more. It's more like I'm gearing down uh, for this MacWorld Expo because uh, I've been trying a, a couple of different things. I, I've already shown myself and figured out how to do uh, a blog on the, the MyMac site using just the iPad. And uh, I've got a couple of video editing apps that maybe we can talk about some of this next week. I've got um, some audio stuff. Now, I'm still kind of unsure how I'm going to record audio on the iPhone other than just like hold it up to my face and the face of the person that I'm talking to. So I, 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 need, I still need to look at uh, some microphones. And, and I'm kind of hesitant to buy anything because I know that blue mic blue mic, which will be at the Macworld expo has a new, I think it's a 30 pin connector, the blue Mikey that they, right. that they've managed to get to work with uh, the iPhone 4s. Cause that was a problem with the original blue Mikey. It didn't work with the iPhone four. So maybe I'll pick up one of those while I'm out there. Have you, have you got um, the, iPad connection kit, camera connection kit. Yes, I do. Have you tried the camera connection kit to the USB and then put a USB mic into that at all? Uh, well, the problem is the only USB microphone I have is the one I do the podcast with. And that's a big sucker. <laughs> that's a yep. Samsung CODU3. Yeah, I'm, I'm really trying to you know, get a, point, a, a concept to see whether it actually works or not, really. Uh, I know other people have done it, and I think part of it may depend on the microphone, but I think it, for the most part it does work. Cool. Yeah. So, but of course, I, I haven't read – that was back that in the iOS 4 days. That might be a backup option for you. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, most of the microphones that I remember hearing about were in the iOS 4 days. And you know now in iOS 5, I, I'd actually have to go and look up and, and see if, if those tricks still work. Right, right. Yep. Okay. Now, um, I actually gave you a bit of a link um, to a story. I don't know if you want to talk about that, considering um, considering it's the iPhone's fifth birthday this week. Uh, I haven't read this story. Read <laughs> I have not story. read this story. I, was, I didn't see it until just now. Well, I think just, you'll need I'm to just talk amazed. about it. Yeah, okay. Well, basically, it's talking about the fact that um, iPhone seems to be breathing down the neck of Android in the US. Uh, it says the iPhone 4S, along with the cheaper and older models, has helped Apple close the distance on Google's Android, drawing within oh, okay. a few percentage points. I see what um, I mean, yeah. it was, um, if you go back to quarter three of... 2011, which is probably not the right quarter because that's probably um, prior to the 4S. So if we if we move it back um, to say quarter two of 2011, um, Android yeah, was that at, would be January to March. Yeah, that Jan, um, um, Android was at around 52 percent, and um, iOS was at 29 percent. Um, and the gap then widened into quarter three with uh, Apple's iOS dropping down to 26% of the share, uh, Android popping up to around 60%. However, 
since presumably iPhone 4, but of course with sales of the older, cheaper models as well. Yeah. Um, the difference now is just four percentage points with the iOS at 43 and Android at 47. Yeah, and that's so, that's with like every single freaking Android phone maker versus the iPhone. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So on its fifth birthday, it's uh, it's done a little bit of a recovery and, and, and is doing really well. But I, I personally think Apple would be perfectly happy around a 30% mark. Anyway, you know, 30% of a market when, you know, it's just your one phone. Yeah, I, yeah. I know they do the older models as well, but, uh, um, you know, it's still pretty good. Yeah, still well, good. I mean, the whole reason the whole reason why, you know, the iPhone share of the market goes down is everybody knows – that Apple releases the iPhone in the fall, the new iPhone in the fall. So yeah. as that time period gets closer and closer, a lot of people are, are holding off on buying a new one. And, of course, people that are in the market for a phone. Yeah, but well, hang on a minute, though, Guy. Yeah. Hang on a minute, though. You say that, but I've you know kind of been following this percentage share. And certainly in Europe, it often hovers around the 30 to, let's say, 26% mark. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was down at 19 in quarter four 2010. But prior to that, it was at 23%. Then in quarter one 2011, it was 27. Then quarter two, it's 29. So it's, you know, following those similar paths. And it only dropped in quarter three down to 26%. So there wasn't a massive drop. Well, you know, no, no, but but, but but Android was increasing from fifty-two to sixty. So, um, you know, the, I think their sales stay incredibly consistent. Um, I think it's the geeks and the people that are, are the Apple fanboys that know the phones are coming along. Where you know you see the drop off. I'm not sure how much of a drop off they get from from elsewhere. Well, that could be true. Um, I, I guess the. Uh, the thing you have to remember is that all these Android phone makers take kind of a shotgun approach to selling technology. You know, they, they'll throw out six different models and they'll see which one sticks. And if you, if you were one of the, the, you know, poor, sorry saps that bought one that didn't stick, then the chances of you getting updates for Android or even decent tech support at some point in the future drops you know, uh, very you know, appreciatively because they don't care about that phone. They, they want the people that bought the, the Samsung you know, Galaxy Enterprise as compared to the Samsung Galaxy Plus. So if you have bought a phone that wasn't the big seller, you're, you're, you end up kind of being screwed in a lot of ways. Yep. Yep. Very true. Very true. Yeah. I mean, and, it, it's, and it's, it's the same it, thing with tablets. They're they're, they're yeah. pulling the same crap with tablets. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So anyway, I just thought it was a, a good story, uh, considering it's the iPhone's fifth birthday, and it was a good uh, a good news story for for the iOS device. Yeah, and I you know, and and the other thing is, just like with the Mac, Apple Apple's margins for the iPhone are so is so much higher than Samsung's margins for their various Android phones that they basically Samsung has to sell so many more phones than Apple does to make the same amount of money. So I guess it's a question of does Apple want to sell more phones or make more money? And they're a company like any like anything else and chances are their thoughts are we want to make more money. Yep. So let's let's get away from from that. Uh, do you have an app pick this week? I do, 
I do have an app pick. And as I mentioned earlier, um, this particular uh, application uh, comes from Boink's Software, who are a German company, I think. Yes. Pretty sure in... Um, Jawohl. <laughs> they're careful. careful. <laughs> I know. Um, this particular application, it, it's funny because I don't think I've mentioned it before, but the application itself has, it was in our 300th giveaway. In fact, the pro version was in our 300th giveaway. Oh, you're right. Um, you're right. And there, there are two versions of uh, Photo, Photo Magico. Uh, it's on version three. Uh, there is a pro version and the home version. And I'll take you through the, the differences in a little while. But I've had um, the, I think I've got the pro version, but I had the, um, the home version for a long time. Um, and I, I love this application. I, I kind of forget about it. I go into it occasionally uh, and use it. And it, it is just a cracking application. So, okay, what, what can you do with it? Well, there are, I've also sent um, Guy a link to a review that uh, Elisa. Oh, ah! Damn it. Ah! You say Pacelli and I say Pacelli. Oh, you got to warn me when you're going to do that. Yeah, I know. I, I, I just thought. But I, caught, I caught it right away, sort of. You did, yeah, sort of. You fix it in post. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> um, and basically, Photomagico means that you can, you can throw photos and you can use it in, into a presentation app as well because you can export all sorts of different modes with this. I mean, it, it's just... It's it's the home use which gives you lots of functionality is thirty dollars. Now, if you want to go to the pro version, it's uh, one hundred and forty dollars, which is you know quite a big, yeah. uh, quite a big difference. And this um, is on the Mac the App Store, or in the Mac App Store. This um, now, do you know? I'm going to have to check that because it is. I always they both go, are what, for the same price. Photo Magico right. Three Home is twenty eight ninety nine. Photo Magico Pro is one hundred and thirty nine ninety nine. Okay, so it's pretty much the same as the um, uh, as the website. That's fine. Yeah. Um, so basically, the difference between the two versions is that you've you know um, <sighs> there there are things like Aperture uh, integration and Lightroom integration. Um, you can have multiple audio tracks on the pro version. You can have a narration, so you can basically record, you know, narrate over your uh, your particular slideshow that you're producing. Uh, there's all audio ducking. Um, you can. Have this is in the pro version. These are all in the pro, which aren't in the home. But you know, there's there's lots of functionality in the home version, which makes it well worth. Um, the cost and I love throwing pictures in here because what you can do is do lots of transition and you can trans you know transit like I like think the Ken Burns the, effect in a way the Ken, it's the Ken Burns effect but you have total control over the Ken Burns effect or other effects as well uh, and the you know you can move from one part of the photo to another part of the photo you can spin the photo down and then you can put a trans transit into the next um, photo that you've got um, you can put overlay with text you can then overlay it with music or if you want to you know do your um, your complete movie and then do a commentary, record that commentary, and stick that in if you wanted to. So you can do a narration in the home version. But this is it, it's something which the girls enjoy using, uh, and I've used it a few times. And your export options, well, there's 
tons of different export options you know you can put it into a you know a high definition movie or you know you can do it for the web and it's got all of those automatic options available to you so it's slightly different to the application which um, Mark spoke about on the mymac.com website which is photo presenter which really does like a slideshow for your slides it's just an easy way to do it right this gives you a lot more finer control over your photos and, and then you can export it and then possibly put it into a presentation as well yeah one thing i see that that's kind of cool here for for people that remember the old version of iMovie that's a lot that's kind of how the interface looks and and i'm not saying that as a, a bad bit, thing yes. yeah, yeah you know yeah. you've got you've got the the little boxes on the bottom that that you you click on each one to to, to do whatever the the effects are that you want to do and I'm look. I, I've looked at the the home version. I look at the pro version, and I'm seeing what you mean about the the multiple audio tracks that are at the bottom. Yeah. I mean, this really does look like you know, And of course, for 140 dollars, it better be really freaking amazing software. Yeah. Um, yeah. I that would be the only thing that would kind of hold me back would be the price. Well, yeah, but I'd go with the you know it. it what you've got to remember is it's showing your photos and it's doing, you know, I think you can, I'm not sure now whether you can actually put movie clips in there or not. I'm not sure that you can. That uh, says put, turn your pictures and movies into a story. Yes. So you can. Now the thing is guy, you know, how many audio tracks do you want? You know, it, it's, it's an easy yeah. way to get moving. So for me, the home version is, you know, if you found, if you got the home version uh, and you had to upgrade, then I'm sure there must be an upgrade path. I don't know that for certain, but I'm sure there's probably an upgrade path. Um, but for me, the the home version is, is good enough and it, it does, it completely changes your images, you know, and the way you present your images. And it's, it's a cracking little app. Yeah, for well, for under thirty dollars, that would be really cool. And and you could also, you know, like do your all your transitions and voiceovers and stuff in the home version. And then once, <laughs> kind of a workaround here. And then once the the your movie is complete, yep. drop that into iMovie and, yep. and put in other music if you want yep. to. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Now, uh, I also have I have a, an iOS app picked this week. I actually had a different one picked out. And then I saw something on a website, and I went to look at it. And it was like, that is just so freaking cool. Well, and- before you go before you go on, actually, I don't know if you noticed, but I also had a different app pick as well, and I changed. Oh, you did? What did you have it for? Well, no, I'm oh, not going to well, ask. Well, yeah, no, no, save no, it for no. another week. Okay. <laughs> uh, the app pick I have this week is called Action Movie FX, and that's by Bad Robot Interactive. And it's a free app. The, the, and... The, the free now there are some you know add-ons that you can buy, but each add-on there's two of them is only ninety nine cents, so it's not that big of a deal. Uh, what this basically does is give you like well not exactly, but kind of like Michael Bay effects that you can drop into movies. And I sent Gaz one earlier of me blowing my car up with a missile. <laughs> um. You've got things like uh, where that was is a it? very silly thing to do. I oh, it was, it was. There, there's, there's one with a helicopter dropping out of the sky and heading for the camera, or a car heading for a camera. There's a tornado, uh, a bombing run, uh, people suddenly popping up, and all you can see are like their arms and guns as they blast away at whatever is in the middle of the the section. And one of the cool things they did with this app was on the screen itself, they give you this little marker. And what that marker is basically telling you, you know, whatever it is that you want to have the action happen, line it up with this marker. 
and it works it works brilliantly and considering that it's free i mean just if you have an iphone 4 or an iphone 4s i, I don't think i would try this on a 3gs you uh it says it's compatible but i still wouldn't try it get this app it is it, it is st- I talked to Tim about this last night, and my exact description of this was, it's stupid fun. <laughs> and it is. Excellent. Yep. Excellent. Yep. And uh, actually, I somebody... Have, I think I might have to try that. I think you already downloaded it. <laughs> yeah, but I haven't tried it yet. Oh, oh okay. Okay. That's, there's a difference. Uh, somebody did send in a people's pick, and shame on me, I didn't get it into the show notes in time. <gasps> I know. So whoever it was that sent that people's pick, I am very, very sorry. I just got a little caught up in everything else that was going on, and we'll we'll get it in another week. Uh, Facebook is coming up on 100 likes, and once we get to 110, I will have all kinds of stuff to to give away randomly to, to people if they want it. Uh, iTunes comments, please, please, please go to iTunes and uh, give us a review there. That would really, really help us out. As a matter of fact... Uh, did you check iTunes this week, guys? I did, yes. And was there anything new? Not from the UK. Oh, man. Because you, you, know, me- you know what? You- what? I don't think there's any in the uh, US store either. <laughs> oh, well, never mind. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, oh, wait, hold it. There is a new one. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, God, what have you done? Come on, get it together, man. But you it's, know. It's, not, it's not a good one. Oh, it's a one star on. review. Wow. It's like there is no information or structure to the show. It might as well be guys on the phone talking. Where was the Mac part of the show? This is like Watertown late night TV. Step it up, guys. And thank you, Jeremy, for sending in that. <laughs> no, I'll be good. I'll be good. I don't know if Jeremy sent this in or not, but it does say 1313 North or Rihanna is who sent that particular review in but well, you know, thank, thanks for sending the review in but I, i've got to disagree we have got structure we've got three sections yeah we have three sections we don't always follow it like we should but you know what that's part of the the charm of the show ah <laughs> uh, so uh gaz yes how, how 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 can people get a hold of you well, if they really want to, as usual, they can contact me at gaz at mymac.com or on the Twitters, uh, twitter.com forward slash gazmaz guy. Yeah. Would oh. anybody want to contact you? And if they would, how would they do it? Well, as long as it's not 1313 North, North <laughs> O'Riana. Everybody uh, you, has their views. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can contact me at guy at mymac.com or twitter.com forward slash macparrot. Cool. Um, if you want to contact Fearless, Fearless Leader, you can do so at feedback at mymac.com. And I believe we have a Skype number. We do have a Skype number. It's area code 703-436-9501. And there is actually one more additional way you can get a hold of us on Twitter. And that is at our combined account. And that is twitter.com forward slash guy and gaz. No spaces, no the. Cool. <laughs> okay. So Well it's past my bedtime. It is past your bedtime and I am hungry. I need some dinner. So uh why don't we end this nonsense? And uh I think actually next week will be our last show before Macworld. Yeah, and I think 
think actually what's going to happen after that is there's an awful lot of content that's going to be coming out of Macworld from you guys. So yeah. we may not have a Guy and Gaz My Mac that week. Yeah, we'll have to see if we can somehow get uh, – well, I, I guess the real problem is going to be the, the time difference because it's going to be eight hours instead of five hours. Yeah, correct. Correct. Yeah. correct. So, so we'll, we'll see what we can episode. do. But, but if we can't, um, you'll still, we'll still be together next week. And then I guess uh, a week or two after that. Absolutely. Yep. So I think we are going to go. Thank you all so very, very much for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. We really, really do appreciate it. And uh, I think that's going to be it. I think that's going to be it, Gaz. Good night, Guy. Good night, Gaz. Thanks for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. Please check out the Stoplight Network for other podcasts like the Tech Fan Podcast, Pocket Size Podcast, Not Another Mac Podcast, Geekiest Show Ever, the Mac Specialist Podcast, and the all-new App Minute Podcast. There once was a talented terrier who liked to bite girls in the derrier. With a yip and a yap, he'd snap and then snap, and the fairer the derriere, the merrier. <laughs>